All right, where's my round of applause? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's no fun when you have to ask for it, is it? Um, great. So we're going to be looking at, so we've been going through on Sundays different names of God, and the name of God that we're looking at um, this morning is, uh, I'm only going to say this once, it doesn't really matter the Hebrew, Jehovah Rohi, which means the Lord is my shepherd, God my shepherd. So, what do you know about sheep? We're talking about sheep and shepherds. What does everybody know about sheep? Now, I'm just going to give you my credentials as somebody who does know about sheep. Often, you know, having studied theology and having been a vicar, you don't know much about anything except the Bible. But, but, I know sheep. So, I grew up in North Yorkshire, in, amongst sheep farming hills all around me, um, and my uncle, uh, who's in Shropshire, uh, has a, a, well, he has a farm, my cousin now runs it, um, and they have 200 sheep, and I used to go every Easter to help with the lambing, and so I have helped give birth to a lamb, I've fed sheep, I've herded sheep, I've injected lambs, you name it, I've done all those kind of jobs, I've tied up after them, all the rest of it. So I actually know what I'm talking about. So having put you under that pressure that I'm an expert, um, what do you know about sheep? Sheep are fluffy. Actually, I've never sheared a sheep. Has anyone ever sheared a sheep? No? What's that? Yeah. They taste good. Okay, that is absolutely true, but that doesn't help us for the purposes of what we're going to say this morning. <laughs> what do we know about sheep? Their characteristics. What are they like? They're stupid. That is absolutely true. In my, in my experience, they're not clever animals. What are they good at? Uh, one at a time. <laughs> Following. They're good at following a shepherd. Yes. Anything else they're good at? Eating. They're good at running away. Anything else? Did you know that sheep speak in different accents? <laughs> Northern sheep bar differently to southern sheep. Look it up. Later. Not now. Um, if you Google it, they do. They have an accent. But they know the voice of the shepherd of the person who looks after them. They recognise voices and they speak in accents. They're not very clever. They have one very special skill that they're incredibly good at. Sheep and goats are both very good at this. <laughs> Anyone? Climbing. Spot on. They are very, very good at climbing, at going up kind of... Have you seen the pictures of goats halfway up kind of cliff faces? Sheep and goats are very good at climbing. So... In the Bible, quite often, human beings are likened to sheep. That's where the tasty thing... Thanks, Craig. <laughs> I've no idea whether that's true or not, and I don't want to find out ever. So, um, <laughs> so we are... I don't know, are we fluffy? Are we nice? I don't know. Um, we're good at following. We're good at running away. I think we're quite good at climbing, we're quite good at, at learning and going deeper and going after God, but sometimes we're not very clever. 
Is that fair? <laughs> Some of you look unsure. <laughs> kind of like that. Um, but it is true. We need a shepherd. We need a good shepherd. So, I'm going to read to you Psalm 23, and we're going to find out something about this good shepherd who we need. And I'm going to... There's seven things that we learn about this shepherd. So, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. He gives me everything I need. He lets me lie down in fields of green grass. So, he provides for us. He's a provider. He gives us what we need. He leads me beside quiet waters. He guides us to the safe places, to the best places to be. He gives me new strength. He's a strengthener. He guides me in the right paths for the honour of his name. More of that guidance. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid. You are with me. Your shepherd's rod and staff comfort me. This is what Jen was talking about. We don't get an easy life. God doesn't say everything's going to be easy. He's going to make it all perfect and gentle. But he does say that he will be our protector. Then, um, you prepare a feast for me right in front of my enemies. You pour oil on my head. My cup runs over. I'm sure that goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. So God is someone who de-stresses us. Is that good to hear? Anyone occasionally feel stressed? God is the one who de-stresses us. And also, all this stuff about him anointing our head and putting food in front of us, in front of our enemies, sounds a bit weird. But what this was about was saying, God, I get to say who you are. I get to name you. I get to give you your identity. I say who you are, not anyone else. Because I'm God and you're my child. And we finish this with this, uh, I'm sure that goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. So God is our friend and eternal companion and saviour. That word, that Jehovah-Rohi thing means shepherd, it also means friend. If you're somebody's shepherd, you're their friend, you know them, you're close to each other. So the point of us saying these names of God is finding out who God is through his names and then seeing that in the life of Jesus. So I want to read you something from John 10, the the Gospels, the stories about Jesus, a really short bit that Jesus said. Jesus said, this is the start of John 10, what I'm about to tell you is true. What if someone does not enter the sheep pen through the gate but climbs in another way? That person is a thief and a robber. The one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him. The sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought all of his own sheep out, he goes on ahead of them. His sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger In fact, they will run away from him. They don't recognise a stranger's voice. So Jesus is saying, I'm that shepherd. You know that old psalm, you know that old stuff about the shepherd? That's who I am. 
says Jesus, and my sheep know my voice. My sheep know my voice. So if we can have uh, the first slide up. There's three things I want to tell you this morning from these, these words. God is better than you think he is. However great he is, he's better than that. Provider, guide, strengthener, protector, de-stressor, giver of identity, says who you are, a friend, an eternal, forever compa- uh, companion and saviour. That's who God is. So however good you think God is, he's better. And God calls himself a shepherd. You know, back then, being a shepherd was the worst job you could have. If you're at school and they say, what do you want to be when you grow up? Back when Jesus was around, if you'd said shepherd, they'd have gone, oh, come on, you can do better than that. Nobody wants to be a shepherd. That's the lowest, that's the worst job anyone can have. They smell they're out on their own all the time. Nobody wants to do that job. It was the worst job. But God doesn't mind saying, we get to call him king, we get to call him saviour, we call him great things, but he doesn't mind being like people who aren't that great. God identified it with us, whether we are the, the most famous and best and greatest, or whether we're the lowest in society. God calls himself a shepherd, a servant, the lowest job. And lastly... He wants to speak to you, and you can hear him. God, whoever you are, God wants to speak to you, and you can hear him. And if you're as young as our two newest family members we've given thanks for this morning, he can speak to you. If you're as old as the hills, if you're anywhere in between, it doesn't matter whether you think you're good and bad, it doesn't matter whether you think you're intelligent or you're thick like a sheep, it doesn't matter... God wants to speak to you, and you can hear him. Let's pray. God, thank you that you choose to speak to us. Thank you that we know your voice just by being part, born into your, into your world. We get to know your voice. Would you help us to hear your voice and let you guide and protect and lead us? Amen. That's not the end. So, my sheep hear my voice, says Jesus. How are you going to do that? First thing is, God's word to us in the Bible. So for me, I use the YouVersion app, which you can download on any phone or tablet. Obviously, Apple is the better one to have, but if you have to have Android... Um, I love saying that. Um, I just love seeing the reaction. Anyway, um, (laughs) it really doesn't matter. Download the app. So I listen whilst I'm getting ready for the day. In the shower, you know, when I'm putting my makeup on, uh, all that kind of stuff. I have the Bible on playing out of my phone and my iPad, and I listen to, to God's Word every day. At least four chapters can get read in that time. If you take longer to get ready, you can probably take a whole book. Some people could take the whole... No, no, anyway. Um, I, if you've never read the Bible before, there's different versions of the Bible, those little acronyms. I always recommend these are the most easily readable ones, the NIRV, the CEV, and the NLT. They're basically translations that are easy to read. And as a dyslexic, those are the ones I love. <laughs> 
So listen. I listen in the shower, I listen through the start of my day. It's an easy habit to build, and you get to recognise the voice of God because God's voice is in his book that he wrote. Well, the next slide. God speaks to us directly. In this room right now, there are radio waves, there are TV waves. You know what I mean. Don't comment later. Hannah, don't look at me like that. You've got a physics PhD laughing at you when you say things. Anyway, um, so if you have the right radio, the right TV, the right equipment, right now you could tune into hundreds of radio channels, hundreds of TV channels. You could tune into the entire internet. Yeah? It's all in this room if you have the right equipment. God is speaking right now in this room if you will tune in to him. And we tune in by chilling out, being still, switching off to everything else, and keep trying. The first time you do it, it doesn't work. Do it again. If you get to 30 times trying and you don't hear from God, then come and talk to me and I'll help you with it. But we can all hear his voice. Sometimes we hear sentences, he talks to us. Sometimes it's like watching moving pictures in our head. It's ideas. I get ideas, that's the main way God speaks to me. Uh, Sometimes it's just a feeling in your gut that you just know something. One of the things that Caroline, my wife, loves to do is to write God a question and then wait and see what God says and just write whatever she thinks that God is saying and then test that with the Bible. So anyway, that's just ways we can hear God's voice. Give him a try. If we can have the next slide, have some fun with it. God's your friend and he's really good. So as a family, I don't care how old you are. When Caroline, my wife, was quite young, I think she was still at primary school, she used to play Cluedo. Anyone know what Cluedo is? Wave at me if you know what Cluedo is. I'm not totally out of date. Um, So you know you put the three things in the little black thing and then you have to find out what they are, who... Who did the murder, what room, and what they did it with. She used to pray and ask God to tell her. She'd put them in without looking at them, and then say, right, God, tell me what the three cards are. It's fun. And then God would, you know, she'd listen and see what God said, and the first time she did it, she got them all wrong. She kept doing it, and kept doing it, and kept doing it, and kept doing it, until she could do it every time. Tip, never play Cluedo with my wife. But... (laughs) Have fun as a family. In your missional communities, in your families, how can you listen to God together and make it fun? As a family of young adults in Stockton on Tees, we came up with all kinds of fun ways to listen to God. I once listened to God playing poker, and that's not allowed, so don't do that. But, um, <laughs> um, but in the end, it's so that we can bless other people. God will lead us, and we can go and bless other people with what he's got for them. We can be blessed by knowing God and hearing his voice so that we can bless other people. So take some risks, persevere, have some fun with knowing God's voice. And the last thing I'm going to say to you is God is not Google. What do I mean by God is not Google? Don't ask God a question with a closed answer. All Google can do is you can go, Google, what are sheep like? And it gives you information. You cannot have a conversation with Google. You can't have a conversation with Siri, as clever as she is. But with God, it's a conversation. Don't be surprised if you get a question back. Jesus asked loads of questions. He didn't answer many. 
So if you're talking to God, if you're getting to know his voice, know that you can talk to him and he'll ask you some questions back and it'll be a conversation. It won't be like Google. So have some fun, be God's sheep and hear his voice.